Welcome to the Collecting Wisdom podcast. Collecting Wisdom is a space where you'll find intimate conversations on life, yoga, philosophy, spirituality, healing, transformation, and what it's like to live on purpose. From those that I've personally met and have collected wisdom from on my own path as a teacher, a healer, and a guide for others. I'm Marissa Rose, and I will be your host on the Collecting Wisdom podcast. And I hope that you're able to soak up the wisdom that is shared in these episodes, that these words resonate with you, that they inspire you towards change, and that they encourage you and empower you in your own journey as a teacher, a healer, a coach, and a guide. Feel free to listen to this podcast when you're on a walk, cooking in your kitchen, one of my favorite places to listen to podcasts or driving in your car on a road trip somewhere that you love. I'm excited to be here with you and let's start this journey. Welcome back to the Collecting Wisdom podcast. This is a solo episode um, with me today. So I just got home from a hike with a girlfriend and did a 30-minute yin yoga practice on my floor, which I usually describe as just rolling around the floor and wrapping myself in pillows and blankets. And it was incredible. And my body feels so good and alive. And I'm currently now snuggled up with my dog, Finn. And I have some candles lit. And it's about five o'clock in the evening. And it's one of my favorite times when the sun is setting because it's winter right now. And there's this shift to my presence and my energy and where I can take that. And I was just describing this to a friend that around this time, I kind of start to inquire with myself, you know, where do I want to go with the rest of my evening? Sometimes it's working a little bit longer. Sometimes it's dropping everything and going out with a girlfriend. Sometimes it's taking my dog on a walk. And I just love sitting here and getting to speak with those of you that are listening and that have been along for this journey. So as I inquired with myself after my yin yoga practice and my hike, it was actually really clear that I wanted to sit here and chat and speak out loud to you where the Well Studio came from. And that's really what I'm going to be sharing in this episode. So I want to start back way back when, when I first started teaching yoga and when I found yoga, because they actually were (laughs) very similar time periods in my life. Um, The first yoga class that I ever took as an adult was in college. And I was a junior in college. And what got me into the yoga room was a friend of mine and her name was Becca. And I remember we came back from a college break of some sorts, maybe a winter break or summer break. And I saw Becca, I have the image, the vision of it in my mind still to this day. It's been almost 12 years now. And 
we were standing there. We were actually at the gym. And I remember I saw her for the first time after our break and she was glowing. You know, that feeling like, you know, that radiance that you see in somebody when they've like done the work and they're like investing in themselves and you don't know, cause maybe they haven't said it, but they just are vibrating differently and you feel it and it, you can see it. And that's what I saw in her. And, you know, I'm somebody that I feel people's energy and I, I, see, you know, people's energy beyond their physical body. And, um, I just put my hands on the side of her arms and I just held her and I said, what have you been doing? And she looked me dead in the eyes and she said, it's yoga. And I'll never forget that day. Um, she was practicing yoga with her parents where they lived in Washington, D.C. And she immediately said, there's a guy here. He's teaching yoga. His name is Doug. We were at Penn State. And she said, you have to come to a class with me. And I said, absolutely. I'm all in. I grew up as a ballerina. I was a dancer from a very young age. And my ballet teacher, you know, really took to me. She really... um, mentored me even though I was young and she was always putting me in these like advanced classes and um, I share that because movement has always been a part of my path and when I found yoga it was like the light inside of me turned back on I quit yoga when I started high school I had a couple of reasons that I quit and It's not something that I would say I regret, but it is something that I often think about. And I am so grateful that yoga found me and that movement found me again when I was a junior in college. So Becca takes me to this class with this guy named Doug and he's, you know, this guy probably in his early 60s and we're all college students showing up to this like third floor apartment that he essentially rented and converted, if you can even call it converted, into a yoga studio. And, you know, think about walking up a college apartment complex and entering into this room. There's mirrors, but they're like mirrored closets, probably, if you've ever seen those before. And there's just like space heaters plugged into every outlet in the wall. And he would fill that room. And we would show up for a 90-minute hot yoga class. After the 90-minute hot yoga class, he would guide us through a 15 to 30-minute yoga nidra. And yoga nidra, if you've never practiced, is a very, very deep and transformational style of meditation. And I was hooked. I remember after my first class, my body telling me, this is it. You will do this for the rest of your life. And I called my dad the next day and I said, dad, can I please borrow $2,000 to pay for this yoga teacher training? And the deal with the studio was, you know, if you invest in the teacher training, you got free classes at the yoga studio. So I was already an entrepreneur at this point. And I told my dad, you know, if if I pay this $2,000, I also get yoga classes for free. So it just makes sense for me to also become a teacher. And my dad 
is actually also an entrepreneur. He's been an entrepreneur for over 30 years. And I think he understands the power of investments. And he said yes. And he did loan me the $2,000. I did pay him back actually very quickly after I graduated college and teacher training. And I started teacher training. And it was a journey. I was practicing yoga probably five to six times a week. And I went from partying in college to getting myself to the yoga studio almost every single weeknight on the weekends doing these 90-minute intense hot yoga classes and these extended yoga nidra meditation practices. And my life changed. I mean, I would love to see a scan on my brain of what happened, but I essentially was a different person. I healed and I transformed and I really just woke up to who I was. And I started living differently. It, you know, it became hard for me to go out and just binge drink. It became hard for me to be friends with people that I didn't feel deeply loved by. It became hard for me to um, pretend that I was somebody that I wasn't. And I immediately had this like, radical accountability to who I was. And I started seeing myself in a new way. Um, I ended up graduating our teacher training early. And I ended up graduating college early. And I set myself off on a trajectory and a path of teaching yoga and working in the wellness industry that I really never saw coming for myself and that I truly believe just found me. Um, from there, I started working at Lululemon when they were brand new to the Philadelphia region. And I worked for their brand new store in King of Prussia Mall and eventually then moved to Charleston, South Carolina, where I worked for Lululemon as well in one of their pop-up stores and then for their brand new store on King Street in Charleston. And I was teaching yoga in and out, kind of dabbling in some studios, um, doing a lot of yoga, which I was very grateful to Lululemon for a part of our initiative and a part of my job was to actually just be in the community and to take classes. Like I was literally paid to go and to take classes at these incredible studios. And so I was just immersed in wellness and leadership from a very young age and from the very start of my career, almost to the point that I didn't know that there was any other way to work or to live or to be. You know, I just thought life was work, work equals wellness, wellness equals leadership, and my life equals these beautiful choices that I'm getting to make. And um, at Lululemon, they were very invested in us um, as employees. And we would do vision boarding sessions quarterly. We would be having conversations on the floor about our future goals. We would set 10-year, five-year, three-year, one-year visions and goals for ourselves. And we would be held accountable to them. You know, people would ask you about what you were doing for yourself and with yourself and where you wanted to go and how they could support you. And um, endlessly grateful for that experience because I obviously have since learned 12 years later that that is not how most people are 
um, treated or poured into in their working environments. And I eventually ended up moving to Southern California and I was hired through Instagram before Instagram was what it was today. Like it was a brand new platform, you know, like people were getting like 13 likes and you're like, oh my God, I have 13 likes and DMs didn't exist. Comments did exist, but you know, there were, there was a certain type of person that was on Instagram at this point. And it was a lot of innovators and a lot of creatives. And I was on there and I was one of those people. And, um, it was an incredible opportunity that I got from a, stand-up paddleboard company in Laguna Beach, California. And they commented on one of my photos and asked me if I would be interested in running their paddleboard shop and starting their stand-up paddleboard yoga program. And you better freaking believe I said yes. (laughs) They flew me out there. I did visit first. And within two weeks, I packed two suitcases and I moved to California at the age of 22, 23. And when I got to California, I worked for the paddleboard company. I did help them start their stand-up paddleboard program. It was amazing. I was taking people out on the water in Laguna Beach. The shop was right on the ocean. It was pretty much a living, breathing dream. And eventually things didn't work out with that company. And I actually met my mentor, Anthony, who was on the last episode of this podcast. And Anthony really took me under his wing. And you can listen to that podcast if you haven't yet about our journey and our story and how we are still tethered to one another and our careers and supporting one another. And it's incredible. But I met Anthony and I started working for Core Power. I got to manage one of their studios in Orange County, California. And then I decided to teach full-time. I left management and I, you know, realized, hmm, I think I could have some more freedom if I just taught full-time. And there was definitely a circuit of people and teachers who did that. Like ultimately we love teaching. That's what we love to do. And so, you know, if we were able to figure it out and make it work, it was an incredible career path. And so I was able to figure it out and make it work. And I made a, you know, a decent salary at that time being age 23, living with a roommate um, in Southern California. And I was able to swing it and it was beautiful. I loved what I did. I loved teaching. I taught about 18 to 24 classes a week. I loved the communities I was a part of. I led eight yoga teacher trainings for core power in all different modalities of the yoga teacher trainings that they offered. And it was incredible. I eventually ended up leaving Southern California. I moved back to Charleston. I moved to Texas. And then I found myself back in Philadelphia. And Philadelphia is where I grew up. I grew up right outside of the city and my family still lives here in Philadelphia. And I, at this point, knew that there was a gap in the Philadelphia wellness industry. I had lived in Southern California. I was deeply integrated in the wellness industry there. I saw what was possible. I saw what was normalized on the West Coast as far as how to care for yourself and how to run and to lead wellness spaces. And, you know, I I knew that I was going to be able to bring 
something unique and a vision that hadn't necessarily been cast here in Philadelphia yet. And, you know, this really, the vision of the Well Studio actually came to me in a meditation. Um, at this point in my life, when I moved back to Philadelphia, I started a deep meditation practice. I did an eight-week mindfulness-based stress reduction course through John Kabat-Zinn's program at Thomas Jefferson University. And I was meditating almost every day for about 30 minutes. And mindfulness-based meditation is very different than some other forms of meditation. You know, it took me a couple of weeks, but eventually what you're working towards is really actually just sitting with yourself. And it really was a journey. I know a lot of you can probably look at me and my meditation practice now and what I do and, you know, say this always came easily to me, but I want to tell you right now that it did not. I was scared shitless. I was scared shitless of myself, of just being with myself. Like I had never done that before. What would it be like to just be with myself? And I I think a lot of us feel that way. Like, I don't know if I want to just sit with myself, <laughs> what's really in there. And um, I just did it. I showed up again and again and again and again and again and again. And sometimes I would have to open my eyes and then close my eyes and set a timer and come in and out because it was just a journey and a ride. And um, I'm grateful that I did it because I eventually was able to not only sit with myself, and not be afraid of it, but to sit with myself and to fucking love it. And I got to that point in my meditation practice after several weeks of meditating daily for almost 30 minutes a day. And I was meditating one day on my bedroom floor in my apartment. And I don't remember if I asked a question specifically, but I remember just sitting there and just allowing thoughts to come and allowing the thoughts to come from a place higher and greater than myself. And the vision of the Well Studio was poured into me. And what I saw was a physical brick and mortar space. I saw people coming and being held and loved on and cared for like they had never been loved on or cared for before in their life. And I got the name and the name was The Well. And I knew in my soul and my bones that this was going to happen. So I came out of the meditation and um, I was excited. I, you know, was in a hard, hard place in my life. And this vision really brought me to life. And I remember sharing my vision with two people that I really trusted. One of my business coaches, Emily, and one of my really good friends, Nina. And we were sitting down at brunch one day and I just said, I am opening a yoga meditation studio. And they looked at me and they said, it's already happened. It's already done. And we all knew it was going to happen. A couple months later, as I'm planning and I'm considering and I'm just like letting myself be with the idea of maybe I'm going to own a brick and mortar space, which I had never considered before. I had never, ever, ever had this vision or this idea or this thought or this dream before. Did not exist. 
And now it did. And it was a new vision and I was sitting with it. And a few months later, the pandemic happened. And I really was not disappointed that I couldn't carry my vision out. I was really just at peace with the fact that collectively, obviously, things were happening. This was beyond my control. And I had learned to ride that wave a few times in my life previously. And I just took it as a sign to let the vision marinate more. And the pandemic obviously continued on and on and on and on. And about eight months into the pandemic, I was already actually coaching full-time for myself. I was an entrepreneur and I had a one-on-one coaching program called The Well Method. And I was coaching about 20 to 24 females in their holistic lifestyle, in their leadership, in their well-being, in their career, and in their personal visions and goals. And I started The Well Studio online. And this was a time when people were craving connection. My clients were wanting to meet with other people who were like them, who were like badass females and cared about their well-being and wanted to take care of themselves in a radically new way. And so I started the Well Studio with my clients. And we started online with a weekly meditation class and a weekly yoga class. Now, when I got the vision for the Well Studio, I also knew that the yoga was going to be different than any yoga that I knew before, than any yoga that I had taught or practiced before. And this was because I also took a break from teaching yoga for several years. I, you know, did other forms of movement. I did spin classes. I did hit classes. I did cardio classes. I was hiking. I was surfing. I was paddleboarding. I was running. I was doing all these different forms of movement that I also deeply love. And I wanted to create a class experience where our students could come and feel like they felt like a different person by the end of class. And yoga is a transformational healing modality. I incorporated breath work into the start of each class. I added meditation onto the end of each class. And I added what I call embodied cardio. And this became our class that we now teach at The Well. And It's so funny because the name process actually was not the name of the original movement method. And I was in a journey of branding and exploring what I wanted this movement method to be called. And there was a portion of the class. And if you're a yoga teacher, you'll know there's a breakdown of, you know, the sequence of your yoga class and, you know, what you're teaching and when and why and all of that to design an intelligently sequenced class. And There was a little segment where we did two to three minutes of high intensity embodied cardio. And I called this sequence in my class process. And this was the portion of class where I wanted to bring people to their edge, where I wanted them to be forced to process their shit. Like, you know, when you're on a run and you're like, this is so fucking hard. And then right after you get that running high, that's what I wanted to do. And so there was this teeny, teeny portion, two to three minutes of class called process. 
I'll tell the rest of the story in just a minute after I get to finding the brick and mortar space and all that good stuff. So I started the Well Studio online. And I started with my clients and then eventually opened it up to the public and people were dropping in from all over the US. And it was so beautiful to see people were connecting. We had these monthly wellness talks. I brought in these healers and people were just like changing and transforming and feeling better amidst this like very chaotic situation in the pandemic. And I knew that when the pandemic was over, even though there was no clear timeline for when that would happen, I knew that I wanted to have this brick and mortar space. And so about a year, a year and a half into the pandemic, I texted my realtor who had helped me find my apartment. And I said, Hey, I'm ready to look at some spaces. I said, I'm not ready to invest in a space yet, but I want to start looking. And he said, oh, it's probably too early to start looking if you're not ready to actually invest in a space for like six months. And I said, I just need to start looking. The time is now. I'm trusting my gut. Let's go look. And so he sent me, you know, five to 10 places and a couple of different pockets of Philadelphia. And there was only one that I wanted to look at. And it looked okay. Like it looked, it looked fine. I was like, it could work. But I have done enough... Uh, uh, what should I call it? I have done enough coaching and transforming and vibrational work in my own life to know that the energy of it could work wasn't the energy that I was looking for. So I said, yeah, let's go look at it just because I want to get my feet on the ground in some spaces and kind of feel it out. And so I show up and we look at this space and it's what I thought it was. It was beautiful. Um, but there were a couple of things that I just felt like, hmm, 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 I don't know, it could work, it could work. And you know that feeling when you're like, it could work. And then, you know, when you like go into those commitments and you're like, damn, I shouldn't have done that. That's kind of what I knew would come if I said yes to this space, even though it really was gorgeous. So the landlord said, well, I have this other space upstairs, but it's much smaller. And I don't know if you're really going to like it, but we might as well look. And so I said, yes. And we journeyed upstairs. And as we were walking upstairs, something in me just knew. I felt like as I was walking up the steps to the third floor, like I was retreating and I was leaving the city behind. And that was the feeling that I was going after this, this feeling that you could leave it all behind and to find the stillness and the peace that you were craving and craving and craving, but just quite couldn't get. And so we're rocking at the steps and I'm just like feeling it. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. And so we get to the top of the steps and I'm looking around and I'm like, okay, like I kind of like it. And she shows me the hallway and she's like, there's this hallway that, you know, would be a part of your lease if, you know, you did the space and I'm looking at the hallway and I'm like, yeah, like we can hang some things in the hallway and people can like put their shoes and their jackets here. And I'm like seeing it and it's like kind of coming alive in my mind. And then she shows me the bathroom and I'm like, yeah, bathroom works. Like bathroom's great. I can paint the walls. I can hang some things like I can see it. And then we walk across the hall from the bathroom and she opens up the door to the space 
and my heart just opened up. And I knew in that moment that this was it. And this was the first building that I looked at. It was the very first one. And I did sit on it (laughs) for a night. And ultimately, the next day, I started to decide that this was it. And I talked to the landlord and my realtor, and we kind of went back and forth between a couple of things. And there were some things that I wanted and needed. There were some things that she wanted to make sure would work. And um, she was excited to have a wellness studio in the building. And I don't remember if I, oh, I did. I went back. I went back a second time and I brought a couple of my girlfriends. And we all decided, yes, this is it. This will be it. And I am doing the damn thing. And this was just about less than a year and a half ago. And as I was preparing to open the brick and mortar space, there still was a lot that needed to be sorted out. I had never owned a brick and mortar space before. I literally Googled how to open a yoga studio and that did me just about nothing. (laughs) I had a business coach at the time, so that was exceptionally helpful. Um, I had some peers that I could kind of lean on and ask questions like, where'd you get your insurance and how do I do this thing? (laughs) And I had a lot of love and people in my life that were supporting me through this all. And I hired a branding team and I was preparing to open the space. And this is where I'll finish the story that I was telling earlier of how we discovered the name for the class methodology. And I hired a branding team and they were designing a logo. They were helping me to curate the physical space. They're helping me to tell the story of the brand and what I wanted this studio to be about. And they were also designing the name of my class. And both of the girls that I hired, Mariah and Kylie, um, had taken this class with me before. And so they they had the felt experience of what I was teaching and, and what I wanted to do. And they came back with a couple of names, having no idea that there was this tiny segment in this class already called process. And one of the names that they brought back to me was process. And I looked over the names and I was just, floored. I mean, I was amazed that they had even come up with the name process. And of course, then I also knew like, yes, it's process. (laughs) This is it. And we named it process and I shifted gears. I shifted the language. I got the logo back. I absolutely loved it. And I started to design the space. And Kylie helped me design the space. And we had meetings almost weekly over wine and coffee and (laughs) lots and lots of planning and ordering things and having things go missing in Philadelphia, probably having things being stolen, having things shipped to the wrong address, all of it. It took all of me. It took all of me. And I'm so glad that 
I was able to bring it to life. And I really never knew that I would be able to sit here on my couch with you now. And it brings tears to my eyes that, you know, Gwen, the first teacher that I ever trained in process, is going to be teaching a class there in an hour. And people get to experience this methodology. They get to walk up those steps and be held in a sacred and safe and loving environment. They get to be with themselves to experience their own energy because you guys, like your energy is good. Like you are good. You are good. And this space was something that I needed and that I knew that other people needed too. And so for those of you that have been to the well, I thank you for showing up, not for me, but for yourself and for inviting your friends. And, you know, that's how we've grown. I truly have seen this space and my company grow because of the people that believe in what we're doing and continue to show up regularly and then leave their practice with us and go out into the world and make a fucking impact. Like you guys do that. I know that you do. And I I hear from you that you do. And I hear every single one of you that has come to me and, and told me what this space has meant to you. And it means everything to me that you get to have this space too. So I'm sure there's more (laughs) that I am missing because this is completely unscripted. Truly me just laying here with my sweet angel baby Finn and downloading and jamming with you on all of the incredible memories and highs and lows of opening this space that I now get to practice in myself. And we now have about 10 teachers, a program coordinator, an event coordinator, myself as the visionary and founder. And I can't wait to see where it goes next. For this season of my life, I am just letting myself be present to it and with it and to feel it and to be held by it back because the well studio has held me too. So I'd love to hear from you in my DMs about, you know, questions that you have or um, moments in your own life that have felt kismet to you as, you know, these moments have felt to me. And, you know, there's so many ways that you can stay involved with what we're doing, whether that's, you know, physically coming to the space or, showing up to one of our virtual offerings. Um, Virtually this year, what I'm really excited about is The Pathway, which is my coaching program and mastermind for female entrepreneurs. So if you've had a similar journey of following and trusting your gut and making it happen and you're craving guidance and support. I love supporting my female entrepreneurs. I do it regularly and the pathway begins on January 15th. 
And I also opened a monthly coaching membership. And this is for my virtual friends who are wanting to experience what we do at the Well Studio, but can't get to the studio physically. And in Seekers, the monthly coaching membership, we are operating on a seasonal program and you can join every season. Our first season starts on Monday, January 23rd. And enrollment is currently open on my personal website. And we will meet every Monday morning. We will rise together every other Monday morning. And every other Monday morning, you will be sitting with me in conversation and transformational coaching and breath work and embodiment practices and somatic techniques such as EFT tapping, um, such as meditation, such as clearing your body through energy work and through Oracle card readings. And I will be guiding you on a journey throughout the next year. It is only a three-month commitment to start. And then you can decide each season if you'd like to continue on with your monthly membership. And at the studio, we have two training opportunities for those of you who would like to become a yoga teacher. Our 200-hour teacher training is starting in March at the Well Studio, led by myself and Anthony Chavez. And our advanced yoga teacher training weekend intensive is for 200-hour yoga teachers who are already certified and who are wanting to deepen their teaching practice. We will be doing so much around the energetics of yoga, around using and sharing your voice, around your dharma and purpose as a teacher, around clearing obstacles to your path to teaching, and around anatomy and physiology and the energy anatomy of teaching an impactful yoga class. So I would love to stay connected with each of you. Send me a message, go to our website. All of the links are in our show notes and at the end of this episode. I love you all deeply. Thank you for being on this journey with me. It has made a huge impact in my life and has created so much meaning and purpose for me. I personally love hearing from each of you in my DMs about how these conversations are landing for you, what is resonating and the changes that you're making as a result of the wisdom that you're hearing from each of these episodes. So send me a message on Instagram at Marissa Rose Nash and let's connect. There are so many ways that you can stay connected with this work that I'm reading through the Well Studio. And I wanted to invite you into the offerings that we have coming up this year for teachers, aspiring teachers, and leaders. In January, you can be a part of the Pathway, a nine-month immersion that I'll be leading for leaders, healers, coaches, and female CEOs. This will be a consistent container for guidance and support for those of you who are wanting to deepen and to scale in your journey as a leader. In February, our weekend intensive 25-hour advanced yoga teacher training at the Well Studio will be starting and you can learn from myself and Justin Riley about the energetics of yoga, intelligent sequencing, yoga philosophy, energy and anatomy, developing your personal teaching style, and more. 
And in March, our 200-hour yoga teacher training starts, and this is our in-studio training for those of you who live in the Philadelphia area. We start in March and meet every Wednesday night for six months, in addition to four weekend intensives. This will be led by myself and a team of incredible teachers from across the U.S. that will be guiding you in how to become a yoga teacher. And our 300-hour yoga teacher training is coming up in October. 2023 and all of our details for each of our offerings to support yourself in your journey as a student and a teacher and a guide can be found at www.thewellstudio.org and www.marissarosenash.com. I will see you soon and I can't wait for the next episode.